Inside the Cave now brings you the official store to get all things Cave Crush and Inside the Cave at CaveCrushShop.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cave Crush and like our Facebook page, Cave Crush Shop. Turn that up a little. Yeah, like that. Enough of the bulls. It's time to go inside the cave with CB, Joe Dirt, Big Dog, Sid, Cousin Lamar, International D and Cat, and Valley Vale featuring Roland, Charles Hurt, and now introducing Sly. Alright, this is how we're going to start it off. Sly, the host of the, uh, host of Ladies, let's talk about it, Facebook group. Sly, what's up? What's going on? What's going on? It's the KYS Facebook Get at me, Sly Fire Ross on Facebook, across all social media, Sly Fire Ross. What's going on? Everything good, everything good. Sid, Sid is back. What up? Yeah, I'm back. Had a little hiatus last week, but I'm back now. What up? The Cleaves Report podcast on iTunes, Google Play Store. Doing real good. We're going to talk about that later on the show. Roller. What up, what up, what up? And I am CB at I'm the Real CB and Black Bill O'Reilly on Instagram. Check out that new page. We are inside the cave, and since the beginning of Inside the Cave, we have been taking shots at one sector of this group, the South. And uh, today we owe him an apology. Our brother, the country rap tune, Big Dog. Roll Tide. The reason why I introduced you last, because I had, I had jokes ready for Alabama because I just knew y'all was going to drop the ball and uh man y'all stepped up last uh on Tuesday night and, still fine man. that's what we do uh, roll tide motherfucker so uh everybody that's been listening inside the cave from the beginning know that we've been taking jokes the outhouse jokes and all type of southern jokes I'm telling you right now If they I was I had some good I had some good Family fucking Some cousin fucking All animal fucking jokes I was gonna talk Crazy about Alabama Hey man Don't be so hard on your family man. <laughs> <laughs> I had some jokes You know no folks from the south too now Deep yeah, in the woods of Mississippi Yeah it ain't from Alabama though But hey Deep off in the woods of Mississippi though Today ain't about that though. You guys did, man. Y'all did y'all thing. Uh, we'll talk about that more in the show today. Today on Inside the Cave, we got um, McCann Speaks from Instagram, public speaker, five-time author, uh, calling in. We talking black excellence. We talking black responsibility, black women responsibility. We talking a whole bunch of stuff uh, today on Inside the Cave. When I. Uh, and McHant speaks calls in later on in the show. But before that, uh, everybody listening to Inside the Cave, go to the Cleves Report podcast after you get done listening here. Deep show, great show. Uh, Roland, go ahead and uh, give yourself a little quick promo, real quick. What, what that's talked about. 
on the I, I, let, uh, This week's show had a great interview with a young lady. Uh, if you're not if you're not on social media in the true circle, you might not have heard about it. But this young lady about three months ago I confronted her molester at a funeral, at a funeral repast. And it, it just it ignited fire and a lot of people were sharing it. And uh she reached out, I put her on the show, and uh, we made history. We had a great interview. You might want to check that out, man. A lot of things that are uh, in the black community covered in the dark that you might want to listen to. I believe that everybody uh, either knows someone or uh, heard the story of someone who's been molested, and that's women or boys and girls. It doesn't, it doesn't have a gender preference. Molestation is molestation, and it's pretty deep. Hey, and this is some feedback from my co-worker, Terry, man. Terry told me, because he listened to it on iTunes, and he said, hey, what men don't understand, oh, no, let me say exactly how I said it, verbal feedback. He said, a man would never understand what a woman goes through uh, being put in an uncomfortable position until a man is put in an uncomfortable position. He wasn't, he wasn't joking. He said that... He, he was put in an uncomfortable position at the gym. He a smaller dude. He said a man tried to get at him at the gym. And he said wow. that's when he understood. Yeah, he said a man tried to get at him at the gym. And that's when he realized, like, like he had to fight the dude off. Like, man, I'm not into you. Like, get off of me. Yeah, wow. man. Yeah, man. So. Something to think about, man. Yeah, but check that out, the Cleaves Report podcast. All right, we got a lot to talk about today. So uh, let's get this show started. Uh, the first segment. It's time for the warm-up. The A Block. Let's work it out. You got 30 seconds. On Inside the K. We got a lot of we got a lot to talk about in the headlines of this week and stuff like that. I'm glad Sid is back. I got one for him too. Let's get it started. With you got 30 seconds. All right. Uh, I'll start with Sly first. Sly Jada Pinkett uh, was not happy about Tiffany Haddish not being nominated for a Golden Globe. Uh, you heard about that, haven't you? Yeah, I heard about that a little bit. Yeah. All right, Sly, you got 30 seconds to name three Jada Pinkett movies. The clock starts right now. Set it off. Uh, Baps. And... Uh, Jada Pinkett was in Baps? No, hell no. That's you not no damn Baps. Oh, I'm, bad, uh, <laughs> I'm starting to feel like Cat now, man. This is stupid ass second. I thought, I thought she was. I thought she was. That was no, no, your, clock, your clock's still, your clock's still okay. going. I um, spit it off. And girls trip. Low down dirty shit. And girls trip. And girls trip. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason. I, I think you, man. A nigga said bats. I think you, man. <laughs> Holly Berry, Jada Pinkett, same height. <laughs> uh, there's a big, there's a big difference between Jada Pinkett and Holly Berry. All right, uh, here we go. Said, I've been waiting to ask you tell you this one for a minute. All right, uh, Chicago is getting the NBA All Star game in 2019 for the first time since 1988. You heard about mm-hmm. that, right? Yeah, all right, cool. You got 30 seconds to name 
three NBA All-Stars from the 1988 All-Star game that wasn't named Michael Jordan. Clock starts right now. Isaiah Thomas, uh, Magic Johnson, and let me, I'm going to go take a stab here. Larry Bird. Yeah, I know. I should have. I shouldn't even. I, I made it too easy. I shouldn't even say. I forgot that. I forgot that. Damn you! I, never, I made it too easy for you. Cat made me dumb down this game. Yeah, you got it. You got it. I should have said not magic. Not, no, no, no. Cat should make you just magic, get rid of this shit. Magic. How you give a person thirty seconds to come up with three things? You know, typically you got fifteen seconds. The whole idea is to rush them. You give a motherfucker a whole. You got five minutes to come up with three Jada Pinkett movies. <laughs> <laughs> what fucking googling they ass off? What you talking about, man? No, it's not that. It's really not that hard, man. All right, here we go. Uh, Roland, R. Kelly's Atlanta home was robbed. Uh, you heard about that, right? Yeah, I did. All right, Roland. I know you're a big fan of R. Kelly. Uh, you got thirty <laughs> seconds. You got thirty seconds to name three things that that R. Kelly is missing from his Atlanta home. Your clock starts right now. Uh, I believe he's missing that little uh, urinal thing that you see him when you're at the hospital. Um, mm. uh, his VHS uh, camcorder. Mm. And I believe he may be missing a Bobby Doll Playhouse. Oh, or maybe, maybe his bowl of suckers. <laughs> Oh, you guys are so wrong for that, man. <laughs> wrong for that. Hey, real talk though, you remember when that when that when he did that uh that Twitter hashtag and that shit went crazy? Yeah. Uh, man, people people on the internet are so creative, man. They immediately roasted his ass. I, I couldn't believe how they were so creative to think of all that shit they was coming up with. Alright, we got let's get move on real quick. Big dog. I know how much you love. I know how much you love this game. Uh, Alabama, <laughs> Alabama uh, elected a Democrat for the first time in 25 years to the Senate. Uh, you heard about that, I'm sure, haven't you, uh, Big Dog? Nope. <laughs> well, Big Dog, because we love you and we love the state of Alabama, you got 30 seconds to tell us all the great things about Alabama. Your clock starts right now. Right now. I thought I was I'm I don't blame you. I'm giving you 30 seconds to promote your state. Me, motherfucker. I'm the best thing about Alabama. Roll time. <laughs> College football. But, but you ain't that no more, so maybe that is the best thing. It might be. <laughs> I, I, I know one great thing about Alabama. What's that? Is that when that they will allow you to score a touchdown when you miss a, when they miss a field goal? Oh, that's that. No, I definitely know who get my kid yourself to start on. Yeah, that was that was low right there. That was dirty there. Okay, well, I, I actually, I'm glad you brought. I'm glad you brought. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. I can't wait to get the kid yourself to start. Hey, but I like said I'm gonna give you uh, the one I have for D real quick. Hey, a fan threw an object at Michael Bennett during the Seahawks and Jaguars game. Uh, I, I didn't think that, that was Michael Bennett. They threw something at it. it was somebody Jefferson. Okay, I remember Michael Bennett uh, actually trying to 
running the stands. That right? wasn't. That was somebody. Uh, okay, go ahead. Come so on. Michael Bennett was protecting his boy because he got after he was trying to protect him. He got something poured on. Him. He got beer or ice through out. Michael of him. Bennett started all the dumb shit. Man, I'm Seahawks garbage, man. Come on, whole ass. I'm some crybaby. So I lose a motherfucker. Sid, you got thirty seconds to name three crybabies in a cave. No. no. <laughs> three players who went to the stands for a fight in a professional uh, game. Uh, Antonio, Antonio Davis. Three players. Antonio Davis, Artessa, and Steven Jackson. That was easy. Got him. Got him. Got him. And that was this week's uh, You Got 30 Seconds. Great job, fellas. Great job. Great job. All right, let's get into this around. I told you, this is the worst shit ever, man. Yeah. So you have to eventually let this one go, CB. You can, you come up with something else, something better. This is you a goddamn game show or a podcast. You know <laughs> what? I would. Hey, hey, hey. You know what? I would, but the people like it. And I don't do this show for you guys. We do the show for we do the show for the people. And the people actually like it. So, hey, so hey, no, I'm, I'm not gonna He, he asking two or three motherfuckers why they had the bathroom with the urinal. <laughs> hey man, hey, 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 y'all heard this week? You got, hey, heard that, you got 30? You got any feedback? If hey, Black Girl O'Reilly. Let me know. What's up, Sly? Uh they they, they um they kicked your um girlfriend out the White House, huh? Yeah, I'm a Rosa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. Here we go. Let's get into this around the cave. Uninterrupted, undisputed, and unedited. It's time to go around the cave. All right, Sly, go ahead, man. I ain't got nothing other than the nut. Sorry, dog. Talk about Alabama, man. I'm glad they stepped up and came out. But what was crazy was that the black women or the blacks period was voting for was voting for um, uh, against more more than the white women were. Say it again. The the the, the, the blacks the black women were voting came out in numbers more than the white women did to vote against. Roy Moore. Oh, you're such uh, a smart guy, Sly. Oh man, you would think. <laughs> oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You, oh. you would exactly. Thank, thank you, CB, for starting that off. Well, you would think that the white women would come out and and vote against Roy Moore um, in numbers because he was he's accused of going after they um, pedophile, harassing young girls, teenagers. So. What it comes down to is that black women end up saving white women kids. Oh man. I think I think you got that backwards though. <laughs> you know, if I'm not mistaken, it was it was ninety eight percent black women that voted for Doug Jones, right? Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They went you would you would think it would have been uh the other like, way around. The other way around. You know, like it would have been more women, more white women voting voting for him than black women. Why would you think that? He just analyzed it for you, because Moore was accused of being a pedophile. Man, the motherfuckers down there crazy, man. Like, I don't know. You know, and um, white women, I believe white women and these was uh, co- college-educated women that, when asked, only spoke about the abortion, the abortion, uh, his views on abortion that he was pro-life and that's all they cared about so it's okay for him to to touch and grab on your baby uh as, as long as he's pro-life 
You know what I'm saying? Even if your child is raped, your little girl is raped by a man like him, he's okay to put in the Senate because he's pro-life. And most people don't care nothing about nothing as long as it don't happen to them. When it happened to them, they care. If it ain't got nothing to do with it, don't affect them. Most people don't care. Great point, Sly. I'm going to add to that when I when I get my turn. Sid, you got anything this week? No, nah, I ain't got nothing. I, I got to kill yourself, Sly, but I ain't got no 30 seconds. Cool, cool, cool. Big dog. No, I'm good. Rolling. Um, I think I'm a pass. All right, cool. Good, because I was ready to get in your ass. <laughs> well, first of all, <laughs> around the cave is you're supposed to say what you got to say without mm-hmm. interrupting. Yeah, when, in a minute. Right, 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 right. Don't Y'all, worry man, about listen. All I know is, is the moderator of this show better start getting some goddamn shit together or we just gonna have to fire him. Put dog in charge. <laughs> Woo! All right. Woo! Talk that shit. All right. Thank you. <laughs> For my around the cave, I like to bring in my alter ego, the Black Bill O'Reilly. Uh... I remember when I was younger, I remember being in the barbershop right after Bill Clinton won the 1992 election. And remember the barbers talking about how disappointed other white men were that Bill Clinton won. I remember one barber giving his theory that all the white men voted for Bush, but their wives, daughters, girlfriends, and mistresses voted for Clinton. That brings me back to the Alabama election for the Senate, which happened Tuesday night. While everyone on social media wants to give black people and specifically black women credit for Doug Jones turning Alabama blue, the numbers don't prove that. If all the write-in votes went Republican, the black vote wouldn't have mattered because there's not that many of us. Who dictates elections in America? It's white women. How did Trump get become president? White women. How did Obama get elected twice? White women. How did Oprah become number one? White women. White women are the are the ones. It's not a white man's world. It's a white woman's world. They can get you into trouble and they can get you out of trouble. And that's my around the cave. Now, Roland, I know you always like to fact check me. Am I right on that? I was going to say that's the dumbest shit you ever came up with, man. Okay, how? I, I let a lot of stuff slide, but your fact, your fact checking, your fact checkers is sick of your shit. Listen, your numbers are <laughs> your numbers are skewed. Just because somebody is there's a lot of white people, don't mean they control who who gets put in office or not. The fact of the matter is, is that you have to look at it from the aspect of who's coming out the vote. If your theory was correct, you're actually wrong. Because most of the people voted uh, white women actually supported more. It's not true. So, so and, and same thing with with, uh, with Clinton. They supported Bush. So your theory is a hundred percent wrong. I see where you're going with it, and you saying the sheer numbers, but that's not that's not correct. Because in both cases, the percentage of white women who voted the opposite way you're trying to say was it was more. It was a higher percentage. And that's what the facts show. Mm, okay. I like my story a little bit better. Thought provoking ignorance with special guests and cave crush interviews. Inside the cave. Now that's how you podcast.
Inside the Cave. Are, are you enjoying this episode of Inside the Cave? Well, get your ass up and rate us on iTunes. Inside the Cave Podcast. Five stars or kill yourself and start over. Get the latest in cave fashion at CaveCrushShop.com. That's CaveCrushShop.com. Follow Inside the Cave on Instagram at Inside the Cave and at Cave Crush for the hottest women on the planet. Like Inside the Cave on Facebook, Inside the Cave Podcast, and follow Inside the Cave on Twitter at Cave Crush. Inside the Cave. Thought-provoking in-ring guy talk with special guests and Cave Crush interviews. See something effed up? Talk your shit, kill yourself, and start over on Inside the Cave. All right, Sid, what you got? Well, I want to get kill yourself and start over to this doctor from the UK. He was doing liver transplants for patients, and once he <laughs> replaced their liver, he brand their liver with his initials. Huh? Yeah. He would brand the liver with his initials. Gonna get a chance to get through the whole article to see how they found out. But yep, I'm gonna get him to kill yourself and start over. That's some fucked up shit. That's some, some some screwy shit. Damn, in the UK. Oh, all right. Damn. What you got, Sly? Or kill yourself and start over. I can't. I can't think of a good one, man. I can't. I can't think of anything good. For kill yourself and start over right don't, now. Don't worry, I got three of them. Don't worry about it. All right, uh, <laughs> what you got, dog? I got the Cleas report and the Black Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I agree with you on one of them, but go ahead. <laughs> How two motherfuckers gonna complain about a segment and then do the very thing they complain about? <laughs> so for that it. reason, I get both of you assholes a reset and start over. <laughs> Sound about right. <laughs> All right. Well, me and you do agree on one of those things. Uh, before we get, before we let Roland come in here and stir up some shit. What, did you asshole? No, I agree with you on the Cleese report. <laughs> Back off of something the Minister Jap said last year, and I just now really agree with. Uh, he said that uh, he was talking about women that go to Flirty Girl Fitness, and he called them hoes and stuff like that. And you know what? I totally agree. All the women who go to Flirty Girl Fitness. I'm sorry. You get kill yourself and start over. That makes You know, since we all about balancing out men and women nowadays and men getting fired for not treating women equal and stuff like that. Let me show you how ridiculous that is for you to go to Flirty Girl Fitness. Let's just. It's a you're learning how to strip. Stripping is a whole job. All right. Yes, it's entertainment, but it's a whole job. Most strippers, 99% of them sell pussy. So you're you're someone who has a decent job or not in that lifestyle, but you're learning how to be one? Like, yeah, kill yourself and start over. Let me show you how ridiculous that is. Let's just say a bunch of corporate guys went into this fitness place called Dope Boy Fitness, where they teach you how to stand on the block in a with some Tims on and run from the cops and hop fences and stuff like that, and they call it exercise. How to run through the trap house and get away with it and how to duck shots and stuff like that. Wouldn't that sound ridiculous? It's the same thing. So if you like flirty girl fitness, 
then you should unlike Dope Boy Fitness. Both of them sound stupid. So I'm giving all, all y'all to kill yourself and start over. And finally, my last one is going to Roland. And the reason <laughs> I'm giving Roland, last week Roland came on Inside the Cave. And he was talking about how supporting LeVar Ball. Now, here's the reason why he's getting Kill Yourself and Start Over. Because someone like Roland can support LeVar Ball, but criticizes President Obama. You mean, how could you, how, make me, make me make some sense out of that. You can support LeVar Ball for, for, for being the black version of Donald Trump, but you can't, but you have no support for President Obama Someone who, who who came from nothing and ended up being president of the United States, regardless of his politics, he came from nothing and went to and played the white man's game to the highest point. And you don't respect that, but you respect LeVar Ball. Nah, brother, no passes on that. Kill yourself and start over. It's right. so, it's so, it sounds like to me, it sounds like to me that you you have misconstrued my message. You tried to mm. cut and paste two different things. And trying to mm. make it sound like something else. That's not that's not the case. So what's the case? Well, I mean, if if if, if I have the floor for sixty seconds, I will gladly uh, clear all this up. You got it. You got it as long as you want. Nobody else. Everybody else. Thirty seconds in. Goddamn it now. <laughs> all right. Well, I only need thirty. I only need thirty. Let's get I respect. Let's do it. I respect the story of Obama in the context of that. But when you're talking about the black face that everybody, the hope that he was peddling, that he was going to somehow save uh, black America or somehow save the lower class, that was a load of bullshit. And he never delivered on any of it. So okay, and as far as, let me no, 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 I got the floor. So so as far as, far as LeVar Ball goes is, I told you he was 100 percent a clown. I said all his antics is bullshit. I said the only thing that I will support from that man that everybody is feeling uncomfortable with is that the fact that he is going against the grain and he may be an evil genius and all of this shit may be an act because at the end of the day, I don't believe that none of his boys is really NBA talent and he took fool's gold and he's getting ready to get paid off of it. And he's sending his boys overseas. He's not going through the NCAA, um, which is already uh paid slavery you where you where the, where the boys get a free education but they get to get pimped by the ncaa so i support that that he's going against the grain but him as a man and the fact that he's raised three boys who ain't fucking drug dealers and out there shooting up shit okay so when i'm a thief stole. when i'm a thief uh, yeah that's what i said I, fuck i stole when i was in fifth grade shit everybody's tried their hand that's feeling he ain't he ain't in fifth grade Okay, let me ask you this. Let me ask. What's, let me ask you all this question. What's harder to do? Play in the NCAA or, or get to the NBA or become president of the United States as a black man? Man, man listen, that's some listen. That's a straw man's that's a which more That's a straw man's argument. CB that's some bullshit. That's a straw man's argument. Obama was fucking bred for that job. That's why he even got the position. Because he he came up through the ranks, they put they he was chosen to be with Michelle. He she was his superior, and then he came up through this. He was only a fucking senator for a, a fucking hot minute. Nobody does that. He was handpicked 
Don't talk to me about politics, bro. I do this. That man, that shit, I'm not saying it's easy and he didn't come from nothing, but his fucking pedigree got him there. You act like that nigga went to PS123. He went to fucking Harvard. Man, get the fuck out of here with that. Okay, it's impressive, but, but, a black day. See, that's what our problem is. Just like that video that everybody is sharing about that black kid who got in a fucking Yale. Everybody's celebrating that shit. And yeah, that's nice and that's fine, but guess what? Why is it that we so fucking happy to get in their shit? Why is it we celebrate getting close to them? Why don't we why don't we blaze our own fucking path, set up our own schools, and be and be leaders to us instead of to fucking them? That's the reason why I don't got no fucking respect for Obama, because he didn't do shit. Okay, CB, you made a valid argument about him doing something for the economy, and yes, overall, but that shit didn't benefit fucking black people. That shit benefited everybody. That benefited white people too. I'm talking about that, that's his job. That, wasn't that his obligation as the president of the United States? But the that's not the, the ghetto. But that's not the bill of goods he fucking sold us. No, Every no, fucking no, black no, person. No, no. That no, might no. be the bill of goods you interpreted. Yeah, that mean that was the bulls out. He never man, man, get out of here with this fucking Obama no. apologist Bro. bullshit, man. Did he run on that? Show when, me where he said he was running. I didn't say he said it. He so, showed so, hope. Okay, you can't have a double standard. Hey, hey well, let me okay. ask you a question. Yes. If you know politics the way you say you do, what was you expecting? I, I wasn't expecting shit. That's why I called it out from the gate. <laughs> I called it out from the fucking gate, bro. Y'all just met me. I've been calling. I've been doing this shit for 10 years, bro. I don't, I don't fucking, man, listen, my views didn't happen just yesterday. I'm not on this yeah, bullshit ass Dr. Umar Johnson truth movement. I've been doing this shit before you even heard of a Dr. Umar yeah, Johnson. Yeah, answer the question. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Hold I said, I, I, I expected exactly what the fuck he did, because he's a puppet. Roll it, roll it, hold on. Hey, man, First get your panties out of bunch. You, your voice getting a little too, your octave, yeah, man. Yeah, your I shit is like all the way through the roof. Yeah, it's an octave up for a little minute, though. <laughs> yeah, you got to relax, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, cause you got. Oh, yeah. Is he foaming at the mouth? You smart. You make great points. I just need I I I just need you to break it down. Break it down. This is not five on one. I really want to know. Tell me when did Obama run on or campaign as being Black Jesus? Cause I don't. He remember. did not. You missing what I'm saying, fellas? I'm not saying he campaigned on that. When you say hope. And it has a black face attached to it. I'm talking about what every black person understood. They might have been wrong. Man, uh, can I finish? Hold on, hold on. Let me ask you a question. How come okay. every time, every time somebody black achieves anything, he's got to carry the whole weight of everybody black? Yeah. I mean, he, he got to carry the, the weight of, of, of the race of the black people. I, yeah. mean, I, I just don't get that. What, yeah, maybe would you expect a do rag in the mail from him or something? I, that's what I'm saying. Like the I don't expectation get that he was supposed to just do so much for uh, black people personally, strictly for black people and black people only. No, he wasn't perfect. I mean, like, I, you know, I understand that. But it, but it, it, that's that's the way it sounds. Like, you, sound saying, dumb as, you attach a you sound dumb as the black face to the word hope. That's that's on you that you interpret it that way. I didn't interpret shit. Oh, time out. I didn't interpret a fucking thing because I didn't go out there and vote for his ass. Then you missing what I'm saying, bro. What I'm saying is, is that that's the way it is. And if you want to talk about 
who who um what a president is supposed to do then why is every white president always setting policy for white people rich white people they doing it right now so what do you mean he wasn't supposed to set nothing for black people guess the fuck he was he was supposed to give them okay. something tell me what kind of policy could he possibly set that's going to benefit black people man how the fuck do i know i'm not no trained okay, politician but that's my point what the fuck are you talking about Obama apologists. I don't have no ill will towards the man. I really? already know how politics work, so I don't care. But the point of the matter is, sound like you care a whole lot. I'm about to say you you can't to a degree that you wouldn't be so upset now. Yeah, because you I mean, I just want to understand how you can respect what LeVar Ball's doing, which to me is a mockery of everything, and, and, and but don't have no kind of respect for what anything Obama did, which to me was damn near, which was impossible. Like, I, we can all do what LeVar Ball did. We can all do that. Not necessarily. You got a kid, you can, you can. all you gotta do is find somebody that'll listen to you. We're doing it right now. We found people that listen to. We not yeah, we not we radio find, guys. We not, find the right we not radio guys, but we you can if you can find. Lavar Ball is a pastor. You can get a congregation and find a bunch of marks that are listen to you. But to get to become president of the United States, like you know, people ESPN, Stephen A. Smith and Colin Cowherd made Lavar Ball. Okay, if it wasn't for them two, we wouldn't we wouldn't know who the Lavar Ball is. You, a guy from, from the how are we even how are we even putting this in the same category man first of all let me clear up i am not let me clear this up right now i don't have no feelings about what is being said about obama let's get that straight where my voice goes up three octaves is because i got four people coming at me on my stance on this dude listen i don't have no problem with this dude Okay, that was a huge accomplishment. I get it. But what I'm trying to say, fam, is is that I don't put those two in the same stratosphere. If you want to look at it as some big accomplishment that he, of course, that was a huge accomplishment. He set history. I get that part. It's not the same thing as LeVar Ball. LeVar Ball some clown-ass dude with three kids trying to make him play basketball. I can, su I can support both or I can support neither. You understand what I'm saying? So for y'all to be trying to come at me about this Obama shit, y'all already know my views. So it seemed like an ambush to me. So yeah, I got a little bit no. defensive and my voice went up a little bit. But what I'm saying is, is that these arguments are bullshit to me. I'm not trying to change y'all mind about this. This is what I fucking believe. I don't know what the fuck he was supposed to do. All I'm saying is when he campaigned on on 2000, uh, on uh, the, the, the hope thing, that the way it was perceived by black folks was okay he was going to do something for us because he was black that's the way they took him voting for his ass but y'all can't keep denying that like that wasn't disingenuous all right okay so i'm done can i ask one last question why why are you why why are you rolling so against obama just like when I brought Stevie on my show, this is what I said. I said, listen, 
just like just like my I wanted to give a kill yourself and start over to the voters or the people who keep supporting this uh, against Roy Moore thing. Like somehow black folks won something. I I, I just don't get our admiration and our uh, how we are all sold out for politics. For thousands of years, politics ain't done a fucking thing for us. I understand being part of the process, and I know that people, uh, you need to go and cast your vote and get the right people in there to set certain policies. I get all that, and I respect all that, and I leave that up to the intellectuals. What I'm saying is, is that why do we, why do black folks pin all of our hope on a political position? Nobody seems to be doing nothing else other than hoping we vote for the right person. So every time we vote somebody in and they let us down, like for instance, I've heard many of people say on on um, on the internet saying, "Oh well, the reason why everything is messed up and Trump was able to get in is because for for eight years we took a break. We we got we got complacent because Obama was in. We put it in cruise control and all this other shit." Just like I told CB, man, I'm not against y'all. I'm not against Obama. What I'm saying is stop putting your fucking hope in politicians and do what the fuck you got to do on the grassroots level and and, 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 and push community, push unity. Man, politics divides. Either you're on this side or that side. We should be coming together as a people and fuck politics. That shit's going to play out the way it's going to play out. That's why I get so excited, man, because I love my people. I want us to come together and fuck these politicians, man. They not going to, the system is broken. A man's not going to save us. It's the system that's fucked up. So we have to make things and set, set up businesses and community centers and shit on our own separate from the system. That way we don't have to rely on the system. Listen to Inside the Cave now on iHeartRadio for more thought-provoking ignorance. Listen to the Cleese Report with Roe now on iTunes. Uh, welcome back Inside the Cave, InsideTheCavePodcast.com. Thank you all for listening. Uh, last, uh, last segment got heated, uh, but we're going to probably get into some more uh, heated topics and debates with our next guest. Uh, First of all, make sure everybody go check out the Cleese Report podcast. Real good episode uh, last week, so make sure you check that out as well. ShopCaveCrushShop.com All right. Our next guest is a five-time author, international speaker, and I just really uh, catching on to him myself uh, in the past couple weeks. Real deep brother. M. Chan Speaks on Instagram. Great following. A lot of deep stuff on there. Welcome to Inside, Inside the Cave. B.F. Nkrumah. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on, man. All right. The reason why I got uh, I wanted you on, and I, the first the first post that I saw, and we're going to have everybody else uh, come in, you uh, asked, are black men responsible for black wi- women's negative behaviors? And that post mm-hmm. was, was, was like went, went viral. And I was like, oh, this is real deep, man. Could you explain to our listening audience what you mean by that? Definitely. Now, it, it, it goes both ways, but I don't like to deal with both uh, sexes at the same time, so I deal with one at a time. But in um, and, and that video, basically, I'm talking about how 
a lot of men are praising women for behaviors that they also condemn at the same time. So, uh, you know, you'll say you want a, a good, wholesome woman, yet the only thing you're posting on your Instagram or liking is Cardi B and, and, and Nicki Minaj. And it seems as if the women who are the most immoral are getting the most attention. And nowadays, it looks like, you know, the strippers are getting guys to marry them and all kinds of things. And, it, and that has seemed to make a lot of women who, who don't or didn't live their lifestyle that way feel like, damn, so all the bad girls is winning. Maybe I got to start showing my ass just to get some attention. Maybe I got to strip just to get some attention. Maybe I got to do certain things just to get some attention from black men because it seems, not saying that it does, because it seems as if majority of black men are liking these negative behaviors. They're liking the ratchet women that's on TV and they're liking all of the negative women that are in the, in the you know, on, on TV shows or on uh, love and hip hop or entertainers or rappers and singers and things of that nature. And so it makes the uh, host woman feel like, Man, what I, what I got to do to get a black man's attention? And then some of them end up acting out those behaviors just to get our attention. And so the point was, maybe if, if we cannot say or condemn these women when they start acting a certain way, if you also like it at the same time, it's hypocrisy. It's a, it's a deep hypocrisy. You know, yeah, it's we, a double we standard. Go to the strip club. Yeah, we want to go to the strip club, but then we want to condemn the woman for being a stripper. That's hypocrisy. And you know, yeah. it's crazy. And I agree with you 100%. Me and Big Dog just had this conversation uh, yesterday. Me and Big Dog was on the phone talking about stuff like this because a lot of women don't understand that what a man like on social media or lust as is not the same thing that we would want to bring home. But where uh-huh. I where I fall. Hey, ba- hey, you know, better example, when a female see a guy married to a woman and they be like, well, I wonder how she got him. Because she be totally the opposite of what. A they man. think the man wants right, uh-huh. but here now here's why I, uh, I want to ask you this though because I know uh, I heard in my um in my family women speak saying they want a corporate thug and I used to ask what is a corporate thug well I want a guy who's educated smart businessman loves his family but can also be uh, thuggish ruggish um, a little bit of hood I'm like wait a minute wait a minute this what is this a meat market you want to pick this ain't this you know like this is ridiculous so i think when women say that kind of crazy stuff because like i don't understand how you can get a thug and then say i want him to be uh, a harvard graduate as well like that doesn't like you i i never seen that example you know wow well look at jay-z okay okay I'm, I'm the corporate thug. <laughs> okay, explain to me how you're a corporate thug. Because I don't think you are, but explain well, to me. I'm feeling, I'm feeling what you're I mean, saying I already. I, don't, I, I mean, I don't, I don't identify myself as a corporate thug, but as somebody who's been to prison and somebody who's been entrenched in the streets, but then yet go to, go to college and get an education and, and graduate top of their class. So it's like, you know, I'm a very intelligent dude, but yet I got a PP number. <laughs> so that's what that's what you know. Some of the women are talking about. It's not something that you see all the time. But I would I would fit that mold. Okay. Now. But now. Okay. What, so, can I just push this a little bit further? Right. Can I just push this a little bit further? That's why I said about the men. It go. It works both ways because women can also glorify the drug dealer to the point where men feel like they got to do certain things in order to get the woman's attention. And right. so the black women can also be the cause of the black man's negative behaviors also. Right. Right. Hey, hey you know what though? You gotta you gotta give a little of that um 
blame the social media also. Definitely, but it's the, it's the people who are doing it. But yeah, even before, exactly, I mean, but... even even before social media, women still was chasing after the you know running after the drug dealers with the money and the jewelries and the cars and all of that, and fo- making guys feel like you know I'm a working man is a sucker, you know. Yeah, exactly. But you know, so, social media kind of amplified it too. I think a it kind of took times. it to the next level. A million, a million times amplified. Yeah, yeah. This is Sly speaking. Um, you What's going on? You brief, well, I'm all right. You briefly touched on uh, these um, internet girls, um, the strippers, um, selling down and getting um, getting married. Do you? The question is, can a hoe become a housewife now? And this in this day and age, can a hoe become a housewife? Even though men, we've always thought that you cannot, like you can never turn. We can never turn a, a hoe into a housewife. Is it possible? Oh, no, that's- Pep rule number one. Nigga, shit, what kind of question is that? <laughs> hundred years, two thousand years, you couldn't turn no hoe into a housewife. I'm, I'm saying things have changed, and and, and this, this point of view, this girl was making. She said she admitted she was a hoe, and she had her whole years, and but she said, and doing that, I dated, I was able to date multiple men. I know what I like. I know the personalities that I can deal with, and when I settle down, if I settle for someone that's not making six figures, then I really like that person. Meanwhile, the person, the, the female that can't find a man that's got a good steady job is miserable. A hoe is a hoe. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't personally um, do it, but I, I can't say that a woman cannot change. I mean, I was, I was a hoe, and then I've been celibate for four years. So, if I can change, and as a man, not as sex, I know a woman can do it also. Now, that's not to say I'm going to go out there and, 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 and wife the woman who used to be super promiscuous, but I'm not going to say that she can't change. If there's a man who will overlook her past, which there are many, because I see it all the time, I'm not going to say that she she's going to continually be sleeping around while she's in a relationship because that's what she used to do because I know men who have changed their lives. So if men can stop uh, sleeping around, I know women can do it also. So, so that kind of falls in line with what you touched on earlier then, right? What do you mean? As far as um, you know, we, we, we kind of yeah, you know, we put out one thing that we that we like or don't like. You know, we we like it and we condemn it at the same time. Yeah, definitely. And then it's 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 hypocrisy for us to want to sleep with a, a, a bunch of women and then want a woman to forgive all the women that we've had sex with, but then we don't want to forgive what a woman who how many men a woman has slept with. So it's, again, it's more hypocrisy on our behalf. So uh, I'm uh, that I'll be I'm honestly okay with because I, I can't I can't do it. I'm sorry, I can't do it. I can't yes. I can't deal with the woman that built that been with everybody. <laughs> right. So, no, nah, I agree. I agree. Hell no. Nah. Now you you spoke on celibacy. How long you say you were celibate? Four years. Wait, 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 wait. you went celibate for four years? Yeah, yeah, I went I went four years, yeah. Explain to us how you did that. And what you cold mean? Cold showers? Penitentiary? <laughs> uh, nah, nah, nah. I was home. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't in the penitentiary. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even consider consider that celibate if you can't have sex. But nah. Um, how I did it is just I'm. I'm busy. I'm busy doing work. So you know, I fall into temptation when I'm when I got too much free time on my hands. And so as long as I'm doing something actively out there doing different things. In the, and I'm not drinking because it was the drinking that really turned me <laughs> turned me into a real sex crazed animal. So I stopped drinking, 
And I mean, it wasn't it wasn't hard. And then I started dealing with a woman who was a virgin, so that made it easier for me also. So but you now, know, wait, now, what year was that? What year? What, what, um, you you met a woman that was a virgin? Like how old was she? They virgin. Yeah, she was. She was. She was in her twenties. She was in her twenties. They still make those. You believe? Yeah, it? yeah. You believed it? No, I'm, oh, not, yeah. not, I'm not trying to talk about it because no. I don't know if that's your woman or nothing like that. No, I, I yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I believe her. Yeah, no, I believe her. Okay. All right, no disrespect. No disrespect. Okay. No, it's all good, man. I, I don't get offended that easily, man. <laughs> man, he, he, he disrespected and then say no disrespect. No, no, because I, I just like, <laughs> like I said, I never. That's how we do it. That's how yeah. we, Whenever somebody say with all due respect, they about to disrespect you, man. You know, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with all but, due respect, your mother's but, a bitch. You be like, damn, <laughs> you're talking about that with all due respect. Okay. <laughs> four, the four years, four years. Uh, and I was like, okay, pause. Did you, did you masturbate or what? Did you, you whack off? Like, what? what did you, you have no sex life like that, John? Damn. I'm just saying, you like, ass, my boy. What kind of, you, like, how you do that? about doing this, CB? Because you got a lot of kids over there. No, nah, I can't do it. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it, man. You got to understand a, a higher purpose in life. When you're doing things for a higher purpose, you'll sacrifice some of the things that you like. You know, so I start, I first started my celibacy off just. I, you know, because of my relationship with God, like, and then I trained, I went from that to just, damn, I can't be out here doing all of this positive stuff, calling black women queens, yet I'm treating them like concubines, you know? So I, I can't be doing that. And that's going to continue to uh, further the, further the, the relationship between black men and black women, because I'm sleeping with her, I'm sleeping with her, and then it's just, it just continues to cause friction. And as somebody who's building a black race, sleeping around is not conducive to nation building, you know? So... I, I got a higher purpose in what I'm doing, so I got to change things that I do, even if it sacrifices something I like. Because what I'm what I'm fighting for is a whole lot bigger than some recreational time that I enjoy. Man, what you just what you just said was so powerful. Somebody that I really like, and I'm not going to mention their name, uh, had a scandal similar to that. So, yeah, me and Rolla, I was thinking the same thing, man. Yeah. <laughs> And, and to me, I don't necessarily look at the man as being any less than because of it, because many man, men have failed to that temptation. But what I do want to is, is I don't want to put you on no pedestal, brother, but I do want to elevate you to say this, is that that is to be commended. And for me, I have an 18-year-old daughter and a 15-year-old daughter who are both still virgins, and I pray that they can make it into their mid twenties and meet a man like you, that they can find somebody who's celibate in that, or even a virgin. They can walk off into the sunset with man, because with this world as it is today, there seems to be no hope for that. The way they building kids now and with, and how we're over sexualizing our children, man, it just seems like this world is going to hell. So the work that you're doing, is to be commended and I'm glad you're on this platform. Yeah, and we got see we gotta be intentional about it because we have no problem telling our daughters to keep their legs closed closed, but then we tell our sons to keep their zipper down. So we gotta we gotta hand in this. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I was doing I used to run a mentor program and I had uh, classes for boys and classes for girls. They were separate classes. And when I was putting them together, I started talking I started putting together the abstinence class for the girls. And then my, you know, my hood street mindset, I can't teach these young boys about abstinence. Why would I do that? 
But then my conscious mind had to kick in like, why can't you teach these boys about abstinence? And it just goes to show how deeply we get ingrained with negative concepts of what it means to be a man. Whereas I'm okay and comfortable with telling the young girls to be abstinent, but it's still a part of me that doesn't even want these young guys to be abstinent. I want them to go out and sleep around. But how can we have thoughts that we want our girls to keep their legs crossed and the boys to sleep around and those things be within the same race. It cannot, that can't work. Somebody um, has to compromise somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Well, so here's we the gotta thing. get over, go ahead. No, well, here's the thing. When you set out to set the class, I'm not saying you did nothing wrong. You did what you was trained to do. But here's the yeah. thing, in, 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 in this, in both of our, cause me and you are on the same page and in our intellect where we're at now, the first person we should have been talking about, talking to was the boys. I mm-hmm. come from the belief yeah. that it's the men who set the trend. We the one who blazed yeah. the trend. Yeah. So, yeah. so if we're going to get anything done in this community, men have to reassert themselves as the head. And it's not 100%. the woman's responsibility. Listen, I was totally feeling what you were saying about holding women accountable. We definitely have to do that. But at the same time, I'm harder on the men, not just because I'm a man, but I know what it takes to be a man and to be a leader of men. We can't expect the women not to, listen, you gonna have a section of women that's going twerk, gonna pop their booties, gonna sell their cooch and be on that pole. But guess what? You got a section of women now who are doing it just like you said earlier, because they're trying to impress the men. So uh-huh. we can keep those women off the pole if we would tell them we don't want you on the pole. But everything no, that no, we- not 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 if we don't tell them. If we show them, we got to stop go. liking and going to the go. strip club. That's what we got to do. We can't just because we keep trying to tell people, you know, do as I say and not as I do. Like that don't work. You can't no tell women I want you to be wholesome, but brother, you only following non-wholesome women. Right. You can't. <laughs> that it doesn't work. She's like, well, when I post my picture, you don't even like it. I mean, that don't work. Exactly. Our, our actions got to change. But that that video about holding the women accountable, that came after a bunch of videos that were dealing with men. Oh, and no women doubt. Were just, you know, women were just responding with some crazy stuff. And I'm like, hold oh, hold on. Y'all, y'all got to be held accountable for something also. You can't, Absolutely. you know, you can't. This, this sister literally came on, on my post and said, I can tell a man I want sex. Go to his house at four in the morning get drunk, get naked, get in his bed, initiate sex, and still say no. I said, baby, you can't. Come on. Come on. Well, a lot of women feel that way, though. A lot of women feel that way. And like Charles Charles Barkley said in the 90s, a long time ago, he said, anytime a man has sex with a woman, be prepared for her to be able to say rape. Because they, because the system is set up for them to be able to say that. Yeah, but I'm again. I'm not. I, I'm not with it. We're gonna hold you accountable. Now, I'm not saying a man should just rape you, but you can't have in your mind that I can tell you I want sex, go to your house at night, get drunk, get naked, get in bed, initiate sex, and then say no. Like, come on, come on. Nah, that's too much. It's no, man, it, 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 hold on, hold on. It, it might be too much, but at that point, if if she changes her mind, then if if we we talking about being a man, then you got to stop. See, that's where I was going. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not denying that, but you, I still gotta hold the woman accountable. Also, I can't. You can't just say, "Well, hold the man accountable," but look at all of the steps the woman took, and then you only want to hold the man accountable after she took five drastic steps. 
up to the point True. of initiating sex and then saying no in the, in the heat of the moment after you did after you did all of that she talked about she was talking about getting aggressive and initiating sex now i'm halfway no, well, in look, it and then you say I no in the heat of the moment I, I totally agree but see the laws are set up where they ain't trying to hear that <laughs> they, I, I, I totally i totally but, but there are so I, many I different that. there are so many different situations you can be in you can initiate take part in it to a certain point and then if all of a sudden now you decide you don't want to be a part of it you do have that right to say well I, even though initially i was with it but now i ain't with it i agree with that you can i believe you can be you, he can be in you and, and halfway getting ready to come and you can say stop but what i'm saying is we got to hold her accountable for her part too that's right all, well that's all I'm, 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 I'm gonna say this i i, I think women got to be cautious about putting themselves in certain positions yes yes but now, I'm not saying if you go to the club with a short dress on, then you should get raped. No, ain't nowhere in the world. I'm not saying you should never should get raped. But if you if you think that the, with that Amber Rose stuff, I can get in a man's bed naked and just and just still say no, baby, you that you take you took part in this. You took part in this. You can't have that mindset. Yes, the man hey. should say no, but I can't hold you accountable for going over there and getting naked in his bed. I can't hold you accountable for that. That's crazy to me. Yeah, that's, that's kind of like saying if you married and then one night you want to have sex and all of a sudden your wife don't want it, that she can't say well, no. It's different. It's, it's different between. I'm not saying you can't say no. Now, if you marry, of course you're going to be in a bed with your wife naked. And if she says no, that's 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 totally different than me and you aren't married. You ain't got no reason to be in my bed naked. There's only one reason for you to be in my bed naked if you're not and we're not in a relationship. You're not my wife. Right. So I gotta be. A, I gotta. Well, be that's that can be just coming from your opinion, your mindset. That's coming from my opinion. So what other reason would a woman have to be naked I, in my bed? Now, I, maybe she just wants to move and they go to sleep. And I, 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 I absolutely see where you're going. Now I'm not gonna play crazy. I'm not gonna play crazy. I see where you're going. But at the end of the day, if somebody say no, like you say, man, you. you that that's that's a, that's going real far. Just like we ride to the store. All of us go to the store together. And and everybody get out and y'all and y'all decide y'all gonna rob the place and then all of a sudden I'm like man I'm out of here. I was in that car. I'm still held accountable because I was with you. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying the brother has a right to rape her. What I'm saying is we have to hold the women accountable for their behaviors. So if you if you it's like this. Right. It's like it's like this, right? A, a white man should never lynch me. That's wrong. But if I choose to walk through a known KKK area at night by myself, you gotta be like, why the hell was you there? You gotta hold me accountable what? for putting myself in danger. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'll agree with knowing what, what kind of position you're putting yourself in and being willing to deal with the consequences behind it. Because if you think about it a while back, I, when I said about how a female can put on certain clothes and she gonna draw certain attention. So if you present yourself a certain way, you may get attention, but you may not get it from the person you want to get it from. You know, so if you put yourself out there a certain way, people are gonna look at you a certain way. You know, so you you got to be prepared when you walk out there like that. If somebody's whistling at you or they say something crazy, you got to understand why they doing that. If you wearing shorts with your ass hanging out, yeah, and you get you know what I'm saying. But at the same time, that don't. That don't say that he's right for doing it, but you got to understand yeah, the position that you're putting yourself in. Definitely. Now, now from that standpoint, the, I, I the would universe, agree. 
the, the universe is going to give you the energy that you put out there. So these women want to say, well, in, in, um, in Africa, women be naked and nobody paying them no mind. Yeah, because if you look at them, they're not putting off sexual energy. You can put up a picture of a, a totally naked woman, an African woman, and put up a clothed picture of Amber Rose, and Amber Rose is going to have more sex coming off of her picture because she's putting out sexual energy. Right. So these women go out there with sexual posture, heels to make their butt sit up a certain way, push up bras to sit your breasts a certain way, and then they walk and making sure they're twitching their butt a certain way, pushing out sexual energy into the atmosphere, and then expect that they're not going to receive the sexual energy? Right. That's a, that's, that's that doesn't make sense. Point. That's a very good point. Let, let, let me ask you this real quick about this one post you said. And I, I'm really, I didn't get a chance to even hear it yet, but you said... If you're black and you love white people, then you must hate black people. Explain that. Okay. All right. So uh, I talk about black love. I talk about loving ourselves, putting ourselves first. Whenever I do videos called on black people to put black people first, I have a bunch of black people that tell me, you sound like you hate white people. So from their logic, what they're telling me is, if you want me to focus on loving black people, that means I hate white people. So I'm saying, well, you projecting your love towards white people. So if you focus on loving white people by your logic, not mine, by your logic, that means you hate black people. Because uh -oh. if me projecting my love for black people equates to hating whites, then you projecting your love for whites equates to you hating blacks, according to their logic. <laughs> clever. Like a lot of my videos be responsible yeah, clever, to clever. Other stuff. Yeah, clever, you know? clever. I get you. I get you what you're saying. So, so you you actually called in on the tail end of a discussion that I was having. With, we have a segment on this show where I, where we go was called "Kill Yourself and Start Over." It's really a comedy segment, but it usually, as you can see, sometimes it goes off the off the rail. But I, I Roland and Roland, correct me if I'm wrong, but Roland came on last week and he said that uh, you know he talks about Levar Ball. And and and, mm -hmm. and called him a, a evil genius, which I agree he might be an evil genius. But the flip side, since I know Roland, he's never been to me not been impressed with Obama. And to me, I feel like if you if you're impressed by not impressed, but if you can give credit to Levar Ball for for being a black Donald Trump, how can you not give respect to? President Obama. It was just really meant to be a little slight dig, but I guess it turned into something mm -hmm. else. So, uh, Roland, did I did I state that correct from basically what we were talking about for last week? I don't want to miss. Did I say no, it? you good. Okay. I mean the general gist of it. That was fine. Okay, I'll go with that. Okay. How do you feel about that, bro? Okay, well, I would definitely put um, Levar Ball on a pedestal and put Obama in a grave. Um, this wow. Is the, this is the reason why you can. This is why you can <laughs> praise Levar Ball and not Obama. What LeVar Ball is doing right now is completely going against the system, attempting to shatter it to make sure black people do not succumb to the oppression of being forced to just be um, um, sponsors to somebody else's stuff, but that they can own their own stuff. What Obama did was make people feel comfortable about still being slaves. So you can definitely put LeVar on a pedestal, but Obama Obama has should be hated by all black people because he did nothing to go against the system. He wouldn't even open his mouth for us. He wouldn't even 
speak against oppression. He wouldn't even speak against the cops for killing black people. He wouldn't even. It's not say true. That's, that's not he true. That's that's not true. What, what did ab- he say? What about what, what did he say? He said, he said Trayvon could have been my son. That was it. He never condemned the police. He never condemned George Zimmerman. But as soon as the black man killed the cops, he condemned that man. Okay. Did he ever condemn the police? Uh, make sure you get that. Make sure you put that little applause drop and that bomb drop in there when you edit the day. Okay. Wait. 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 Okay. But no. 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 He. I, I, he has. He has criticized police. He's. He's. He's talked about being a black. Being a black man and being treated unfairly by the police. He. I can show you that on YouTube where he's talked about that. Show me. Show me where he condemned the police for their actions. He put up a post on his Facebook talking about, you know, both sides need to listen because it's, it's problems on both sides. Ain't no problems on no both sides, Obama. You feel like a white man. We ain't did nothing but get beat, but, but get lynched, but get killed. We ain't did nothing. That man never came out and openly condemned anybody that did nothing, did this stuff against black people. Never. I, I, I take it back. I never saw or heard anything from him condemning anybody that did anything to black people. And he dropped bombs on Africa more than anybody else. He uh, uh, took, took, took that Viacom stuff to another level over there in Africa. It was him that stopped Gaddafi from United Africa and, 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 and crippling everything in the U.S. It was Obama, his presidency, that has kept Africa from rising up. Him. So why in the world would I like him but then have an issue with LeBron? With LeVar Ball who's saying, no, we want to have our own sneakers. No, my sons are not going to be taken advantage of by the NCAA. And I don't think it's really going to work out really well for the Ball family. I think it's going to fall apart for them, but he's opening the door. Somebody got to be the second official land. And LeVar Ball is the second official land. Because now every young black boy and his father or mother is trying to find a way around getting extorted by the college, by the NCAA. They're trying to break the system. Obama was the system. The brother, the, the brother just stated earlier, he went from the the penthouse to the prep house. Brother, I did when you <laughs> dropped out. Maybe I'm just <laughs> the brother did a better job. I admit that. But I wasn't trying to claim his argument. I'm just saying that's essentially what I was trying to say. And my apology said if I wasn't as intelligent as him to say it. But that's what I was saying. <laughs> Okay, that ain't no put. So, so Roland that ain't no put down on you, Roland. I ain't trying to put put you down. Like I don't think you, I don't respect your no, intellect. No, 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 no. I, I didn't say that to be funny. I'm dead ass serious. Like I, I'm sorry if I was, I didn't do a good job. But that's what I, through all my passion, that's what I'm essentially trying to say, man. Like the dude really didn't do nothing for us as a as a structure. As against mm-hmm. white supremacy, as the system. Mm-hmm. So, so again, I asked the same question I, I've been asking since day one. Which is? What policies or whatever could Obama have put in place specifically for black people? You got to ask the guests. I don't know. <laughs> the same the same ones he put in, in, in specifically for the Jews when he gave them reparations for being uh, Holocaust victims in Germany. He signed off on their reparations year after year for them to have money. He signed, he, and when it came to black people getting reparations out of his mouth, he says he doesn't think it's feasible. 
but yet you gave them to the Jews. And we ain't even and America didn't even do nothing to the Jews. That fact, that's facts. I can't I can't deny that. That's facts. I, I remember that. I never understood so that, why we was paying reparations. Like you said, we didn't even do that to the Jews. I didn't get that. Because the quote unquote the fake Jews, they're not real Jews. Well, the we fake know that. Jews run they run this country. All our tax money go to them. Every dollar of your income of, of your income tax goes to the Zionists. Not one dollar goes to the United States. Not one dollar. Every single one of your dollars in income tax goes to the Zionists. That's why your your property tax is paying for the roads and paying for the schools. So where the hell are our income tax dollars going? It's going to the Zionists. Every single dollar going to the Rothschilds and all of those folks. Every dollar. Oh man, I gotta have you on my show, brother. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're preaching. So so Roland, are you saying that our guests has outdone you on the research? Yes, it well, I told you he's he better than me, bro. I'm I'm just a peon in this game. <laughs> uh, so so am wow. I. So am I. These guys are way more knowledge than me. I just know a whole lot about what I know a whole lot about, and that's what I talk about. That's the thing. I ain't I ain't gonna talk about stuff I don't know nothing about. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna sound smart in my lane. <laughs> well, let me let me ask you this real quick because we got we got another segment we want you to par participate in. But okay. I do want to ask you this. Uh, this week we saw this Keaton Jones uh, bullying thing, and I know you made some posts. Uh -huh. Explain, yeah. explain that uh, your your take on that. Well, my take on it is it ain't none of our business. Um, mm -hmm. Black kids. First of all, I'm. First of all, this whole bullying thing is something I really can't wrap my mind around. And where I'm from, everybody got bullied. There ain't nobody that got past getting teased and bust on. That was just a part of life. So now everybody's super sensitive. That's but how this show got started. Black... Me and my best friend said on this show, that's how that's how our relationship started, by him busting on me. Right? Pause. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say Whoa, you ain't lying. Whoa, the closet got That's what we've done every night, man. Every Still to, to this day, I'm 36 years old. And still to this day, when I get to with my friends and we go out, we ripping on each other. That's what that's what we do. But when it comes to Keaton Jones, first of all, it was just a young ten year old black girl who was bullied and killed herself just a few weeks prior to him. Ain't nobody showed show her show her no love, show her no attention, send no money to her. But yet a little Caucasian boy gets on here lying. First of all, because it was whole, it was all of it was a lie in a, in, a, in, a, in an attempt to get money because she ended up raising sixty thousand dollars just in that one day, and and we got all the sympathy. And my thing is, listen, I don't have the sympathy to give to anybody who's not black. I have a cue, and my cue starts with my ancestors who were stripped from Africa and raped and pillaged and, and, and murdered and, 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 and castrated. I, see, I got sympathy for them. I got, I, got too, I got too many people today who are still dealing with so much. I got a cue. You know, Keaton Jones, I'm going to have sympathy for him one day when I get to him. But I got I got billions of black folks that I got to get through before I can ever have sympathy for Keaton Jones. I just, I just, he, I haven't got to him yet. I haven't got to him yet. I haven't even got to Khalif Browder yet. So how I'm going to get all the way to, to, to Keaton Jones when I still, I'm, I'm still, I still give a sympathy to, to, to ancestors. I don't right. sympathy for no Caucasian. It's not in the queue yet. They can't even get my prayers yet. They can't. They can't get my prayers. Not because I don't want to pray for them. 
but they not a, they got to wait their turn. I'm gonna get to them if I live hmm. to be a million. What's more interesting about the you know I don't want to downplay the, the the racial aspect, but I, I think what tells a bigger story, a, a bigger immediate story about this whole thing is, and, and I know brother, you are very involved on different social media platforms, but I, I just want to speak about Instagram specifically for a second. And there's there's certain um, clusters of pages that are kind of grouped together. And I don't want to belittle anybody in these groups, but you have like the truth slash conscious movement, right? And uh -huh. what upset me the most about this situation was, is I kind of run a different type of page. I don't react to everything that goes viral. And what was so disappointing is, is you so you saw so much, so many truth slash conscious pages caping up for this kid. And it wasn't like uh -huh. you said. I understand the whole white aspect, but it, it it went a little bit deeper for me in my my mindset. Forget the fact that he's white for a second. It was the fact that y'all didn't look into it, and that's why uh -huh. I laugh. I, I'm tickled pink in the inside. We are so dumb when it comes to things across social media. We are so quick to reshare something because we saw somebody with a popular page reshare it, and. Uh -huh. I, I want to stress this to our listeners. Please be responsible. If you have a following, look at, listen, collect your thoughts. Do fact, you ain't even got to do no research. Do a few seconds of fact checking before you, before you share something. And then you won't have to worry about those large pieces of egg on your face. Because I, yeah. I, I, I laughed at their expense, bro. I'm not going to lie. Because we are just so dumb when it comes to this thing. We're yeah, so yeah, and right and right now, I mean, I still want some of the black celebrities come to come out and say something like, "Damn, I got it wrong," because y'all was y'all was posting it like crazy, mm -hmm. posting it like crazy for the for this kid, you know. And it it solidified my feelings for me because when I first saw it, I almost felt bad, and it was a little kid talking about bullying, and I, I almost felt bad for like a second. Then by the second second, I was like, "Man, <laughs> damn, I ain't worried about no damn little boy." And, and so so and, and so then so then. I'm gonna be honest with you guys, you know, so then I was feeling a little bit bad for not feeling bad, but I'm telling myself, listen, you you ain't got time for him. You got to get to him, right? And right. then when the whole story broke, I said, see, now I, I knew I shouldn't have felt bad. Now, <laughs> now I feel okay. Now I feel okay with not feeling bad because as soon as you start feeling bad for them, you uncover, it's like Scooby-Doo. You pull off the mask and you see it was some white man that was trying to do something to you. Yep. So now you got a racist mom, you got a racist dad, you got a little boy who was calling little black boys niggers, and that's what I'm saying. You know, I ain't showing no sympathy for y'all because behind every Caucasian is somebody who dislikes me. So nah, y'all can keep it, man. Nah, my, my, nah. my sympathy meter didn't move an inch. <laughs> <laughs> my shit didn't move an inch. I said, "Fuck them, feed them dog food." Like you said on your <laughs> people get people get bullied every day, b. Fuck out of here. Every day, man. Every day, Every baby. day. Man. Matter of fact, I'm, I posted the 12-year-old girl that hung herself. Man, don't get me wrong. I got a little bit of love on it, a couple reshares or whatever. But I feel like I don't break stories. But I was one of the first to share that one where uh, she got beat up first on Musical.ly. And then she, you know, went home and getting embarrassed and teased. She ended up hanging herself. I shared that shit. So when that Keaton, that Keaton thing came up, I'm like, motherfucker, it was a little girl just hung herself. And y'all ain't, uh -huh. ain't said a fucking word about that. I was hot. At, at all. 
And that's the only difference with bullying today. Before, when we got bullied or we got teased, it stayed where it was at. Now, yeah. sometimes it hits the internet and go viral. And I can understand how that goes to another level, man. Because if some of the stuff that was said to me or I said to somebody else went viral back in the day, man, I might have been crazy. Follow Inside the Cave on Instagram for more thought-provoking ignorance. We repost, you decide. Now you feel freer than you Hey, ladies! It's time for To Tell the Truth. Ladies, let's talk about it with Sly on Inside the Cave. Check this out. We got a Facebook group. Uh, you're welcome to join. You're actually welcome to join it. I know you're on Facebook group. Now, don't do it. It's, it, it, it gets kind of wild in there. And if you, I don't know if you still sell a bit or not, so you might not want to join it. But, you know, we talk about a lot of stuff. It, go, it, go, it, go, it, go, it goes down in there and everything like that. But Sly... Do yourself a favor, man. Stay away from that page, man. <laughs> Come on, man. We're here to promote stuff. It's inside the cave, bro. <laughs> but anyway, we got... We, we got um, Sly has a segment on here where we ask ladies a lot of questions and then we give our feedback to it so let's lead into this Sly segment uh, the, the question of the day go ahead Sly what's up it's Sly question of the day for Inside the Cave podcast group Mitchell the question is and fellas in the cave is a man still considered head of the household and provider if him and his mate splits the bills in half that's the question. Well, I would I would say the man should still be the head, regardless of what the finances are. I I couldn't say couldn't, could, I couldn't consider him the, the provider if they're both splitting everything. Like you know, I think I think the man would still have the vision and would still be you know the protector of the house and be the head. But how can you say how you're providing for her? She's paying half of everything. Do you think it's a man's responsibility to pay for everything? Is that is that so? And, and if so, and if so, why is it just just so you can wear the title of quote unquote provider, or do you think it's a solid right? Or, or, or what, what? What are your views or your your thoughts on that? And, and let me put a little cherry on top. Let me put a little cherry on top before you answer that, because okay. soon as if some if for some reason that family don't make it. Then you got the man that's rolling say with egg on his face because he didn't pay for everything and now he's screaming about she ain't did shit. You know, I worked and she stayed home, so now she won't have. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now um the way I deal with things is, is not really about, you know, what's right or wrong, what we should do, what we shouldn't do. Um, the way I try to make sure I deal with everything is, is it beneficial and is it not beneficial to the total building of our race? So my question would be, is it beneficial for our women to be leaving their 12-week-old 12 12 old children to run back to a job because they got to help pay the bills? Uh, is, it, is, it, is it beneficial for our women, and, our women and, and men to only really get to spend two hours with their children a day because they're both at work? They drop them off at school and then they come at the end of school and then they got two hours and they're getting washed and fed and then they're going to bed. Is that beneficial to our race? So when we look back at the things that have, have, have really pushed us forward, 
is when our women are there to be able to instill the value, the culture, the morals into the children. Now, our women cannot do that if they're out working and the child has to go to daycare somewhere where they're not teaching them any kind of principles that are conducive to black nationhood. So it's not that I think it's a a right thing for a man to be the provider or a wrong thing, but I don't think it's beneficial for a woman to be leaving her 12-week-old baby while she still got breasts full of milk. Well, see, God has created her to be home with the baby. That's why she got milk in her breast. She was not created to be out at work while she's having children. That's, she, is, she, was phys- she is physiologically made to be home with the children. So I don't think it's beneficial for the woman to be leaving and going out to work. I think it's beneficial for our race for her to be home and instilling the morals and values and culture into the youth. <laughs> well, hey, can you can you insert that that bomb thing again? <laughs> Y'all be getting real quiet on me, man. <laughs> well, hey, I, I got a, I got a different I got a, a different spin on that. I think when a man and woman come together and they decide they're gonna start a family, it's not necessarily. I wouldn't say that. Um, that it's that man's total responsibility to pay for everything, to be the full provider. I think once you come together, if you're supposed to be together, you're supposed to put it all together. So if you if, if you come together and you're doing shit as a team, you make decisions for your family based on you being together as a team. If that means mm-hmm. that the wife needs to stay at home, um, to be there with the kids, it might mean the man might need to stay home and be there. Whatever's gonna benefit that family the best, that should be your take into consideration. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you if you put your stuff together, it's not like, okay, we're gonna split the bills 50-50. You put your shit together, you take care of your bills, you take care of your responsibility. Yeah, you might have some fuck off money, she might have some, but you put your money together and you take care of what needs to be taken care of as a family. You both got access to uh, to make sure everything is getting done right if you got any questions and you kind of go from there. But this thing is totally saying that one, one person or the other person has to have a certain responsibility, it's gonna be based on I mean, what exactly are you bringing to the table when you when 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 um when you come together as a couple? One of you may be now, more financially able than the other. You know now, what I'm saying? I I 100% agree with you if you're looking at things through a 2017 Western European capitalistic view of the world that has no idea or no concern for culture that has no concern for us as African people and we just want to be a part of the capitalist system. You make 100% sense, but you still cannot get around. They said, well, the, well, maybe a man should get a, go home. You can't get around. The woman has breast in her milk. So no, the man was not created to be home. The woman is literally created to be with the child. We can't get around her physiological makeup. I'm not say, disagreeing well, that she it, shouldn't be there for a period of time. When that baby, when that baby is first here, you know what it's I'm like saying? This, yeah, for for is, a certain this, period, this, yes. This is how this is how deep the woman's body is. Now, if a woman say she had to go out and steal, right? If a woman works extremely hard, right, she will not right. get a period. 
she right. would not like get a athlete. period. If she's, like female yeah, athletes. Yeah, yep. yeah, they don't. And the, and, the, and the reason being is because when the creator created her, she said, well, when you're doing the job of a man, you ain't supposed to have no babies because when you have babies, you ain't supposed to be working like this. Well, we skip over all the physiological stuff. We skip over all of that. It's the reason why if you work too hard, you don't get pregnant. Why? Because when you get pregnant, you ain't supposed to be working that. You ain't supposed to be working that hard. We can't get around that. Now, we can have this lens of 2017, and I will agree with you from that lens. But I don't, I don't want to be stuck in trying to just fit in this world. I want to have conversations about what is most, what's most beneficial for our race. That, that's, that's what I like to deal with. And not just yeah, what we have to settle with because we're here. You got to take care of your family first before you can. If you can't take care of self first, you can't take care of nobody else. So once you start I a family, I mean, you got to decide on what's best for you and your family first before you can take on anything else. Would you agree I with agree that? I agree with that. Yeah, I I agree with that. But when you're looking, it depends what what lens you're looking through. If you're looking through the white man's lens, then it's not. Yeah, it's not about it, a white man's lens. It's it, if, if it, you come it together is because he's created. He's created this whole paradigm that we're in. So everything when you're looking at, well, the man might stay. The moment you say, well, the man might stay home, that's through this Western European capitalistic lens. That is not from some African lens where the man is just staying home with the children. I never said that. I think the man should stay home. There's no disrespect. I never said the man should stay home. I think a man's supposed to be a man. But what I'm saying is, there are a lot of cases where the man the is man. being the man, and then, you know, the woman might be going to school, getting us getting us shit straight. Then there comes a point in time where she gets into her career, now his ass is left behind. What True. I'm saying is, you got to look at everything as a whole, and you make decisions based on that. Well, yeah, I'm not gonna make, 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 that don't make it right. Just because that's what they chose, that's for them. I didn't say yeah. about that particular yeah. situation being right, but what I'm saying is you make decisions based on your family and how you come together. Yes, if you bring a child into this world, every man I I would hope would want to be in a position where their wife can stay home until their kid gets to be a certain age. Oh, I mean, so, who, who would disagree I, with I that? I, I just don't, I don't understand with, with all due respect, I, I don't understand why we make these these scenarios in, in these uh, in these arguments. Because here's the thing: there's a such thing as a creation role, okay? And this is what whatever you believe in, whatever you believe we are, we're mammals, right? In every single pairing of mammals, each one has a job. It's simple as that. So whether you want to look at it, I know the the, the, the guest, uh, Brother Mitch, is saying African. I'm not even taking it that deep. I'm talking about as a human being. Listen, the man is supposed to work. The woman is supposed to be at home if there's kids involved. I understand. I have a woman. We own a business. She has. She has, She runs the business. She's a hairstylist, right? So she works. But we have teenage children, right? But here's the thing. If you're talking about taking away from what the family's supposed to be doing, then there's some sacrifices that need to be made. You can't say, oh, well, she needs the work to help the family. Well, guess what? Nine times out of 10, the people who want to go work, they want to get out of the house. 
You said Did I'm you saying, not hear what I said? Isn't that what I said, let me, Roland? Let me finish. Let but me that's finish. what I said, though. You're trying to make it seem as though I didn't say that. But what I'm saying is, is that that doesn't make it right. It, the best thing to do would be is not. Why would you go to work? What I'm saying is you can't pay, decide pay what's care. best for somebody else's household. They got the, those two people that come together. But have that's to sit down together and decide on what they think is best for them. Yeah, but, but it's not what's best for them, though. They're making it seem like it's what's best. Because How are they making it seem like what's best? Because it's not conducive to raising children. They made, exactly. you, did, not, you did not hear what not. I said, Roland. What okay. I said was when, when, when two people come together, when they, when they decide they're going to start a family, they decide what's best for them. And if what's best for them is for the wife to stay home with the kid in the early years, that's fine. I'm saying you got to come together. You can't just say it's supposed to be one way or the other. You come together. You, you come together as man and wife and you decide what do you think is best for your situation? Bro, adult, initially, bro, what, bro. what the question was talking about the man splitting the bills. And what I'm saying about when you're talking about yeah. bills, now you've gotten past that point where you're saying, okay, both of y'all working and both of you both of you guys are bringing money into, into the household. So if if you're supposed to be as one, you're supposed to do things as one. No, you that's put no your doubt. shit together and you take care of your responsibilities in your house as one and you pool your money together the same way you pool every goddamn thing else together. No doubt. You can still have your own personal be, dog, but thing but not, on the side. Nowadays, it's not like that, dog. That's why I'm asking this question. So financially, let me give you this hypothetical. I'm saying this, your household this, as a man can be whatever you want it to be. The scenario, let me give you another, let me throw in a piece of this scenario. Let's say you paying your mortgage, you paying your you and your wife's car note and the, and the insurance. Your wife is paying everything else. Are you considered the head of your household and the provider? Now you're talking about splitting the bills. That, the, the question well, was about splitting the bills. That's what it started off with. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I'm being specific though right now. I'm, I'm throwing some stuff to be specific. If you paying- And I'm gonna stick right to this. I ain't gonna go no further. The man should be the should be the head, no matter what. No matter what. Okay, so no matter so, what, the man should be the head. So let me flip. Let me flip that scenario. Your your wife is makes brings in more income than you. She's paying She's the mortgage the and the car notes and the insurance. Are you the, the head man, of the house? The man, the man, the man, man should be the head. Regardless. The man is still the head, no matter what. But not the provider. Well, should he be the provider or is he the provider? I mean, I don't know. Not the, if she, if the, if the scenario, if the roles were reversed and she was paying the majority, the, the most of the bills, financially most, uh, the mortgage, the high mortgage, the car I, notes. I personally think is, is, is your question, is the man the provider or is your question is, is the man the head of the household? Which one is it? It, it was both. The, 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 those were in both. Those questions they, they, were in but both. But it can't be both. But you can't be both. I think, I think that if, if you're in a relationship and money is deciding which way the relationship is going, then you the then, then your the then your relationship really ain't about shit. Money shouldn't exactly. dictate uh-huh. which exactly. way which way your relationship should go. Y'all should already have an, under, have an understanding of how this is going to go. And I think, like you all said, the the man should be a man. A man should be a man, regardless, regardless of if he bring in five dollars or five hundred thousand five hundred thousand dollars. He should always be the man. And he should know what that role is of being a man. So that's 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 my take on that. Money shouldn't dictate. There you go, CB. About time you said something. 
Well, yeah, I mean, it's hard you, to get a role in. Financial status is not going to determine if you're a man or not. Yeah. Okay. Let's hey, hey, deny, hey. Let's not deny that some some women in those positions do make it about that. that. Well, that's why you yeah. well you shouldn't exactly. marry those you shouldn't yeah, but, marry those women then. You know that's that's why a lot of, and that's why uh, and that's why a lot of those women are single. You see a lot of those women. Hey, uh, our guests, I want I want to get your take on that. How many times you heard a woman say, "I got my college degree, I got a good job, I got this, I got that, but I can't get married." I do. You just listed the reason why you can't get married. You just listed those reasons why you think because you got all that you you deserve to be put on a pedestal or deserve to be treated better than somebody else. No, you're a woman. I don't care what you got. Huh? That doesn't make that doesn't make you. <laughs> so, so uh, piggybacking off what you just said, which I believe he was nodding his head on, um, there was a there was a statement that got a lot of people, especially black women, up in arms. Uh, the the pr- prince Prince Henry, what's the prince's name? Uh, Harry. Yeah, Harry. yeah. Uh, got engaged to that little half and half girl from uh, that one show. Um, that actress. It, it, it in ABC, um, Megan, Megan, whatever, yeah, Megan, something Huntley or something. I don't know. Anyway, they made a statement that had black women fired up, and it said, uh-huh. Um, that Megan chick gives black women hope. And uh-huh. I didn't address it, but but what's funny was, is if I was more eloquent, I my thought process was, although it was wrong for them to post that. Based on what CB just said, and I believe you agreed with, was they really wrong? Was they really by saying that they were they were they were one hundred percent wrong by uh, um, um, alluding to black women having hope because somebody married a white man? Right. That, but see, that's not that's, the way I took it. Well, Mary royalty, for that matter, it ain't even about the white that's man. The they like marry white man. They she married royalty. So now yeah, everybody really. think they go marry royalty. She married the yeah, prince. But it's a, it's a, it's a white man. That's the problem. People have married African princes and they, they haven't posted it and said that. The, the, the issue is you think it's hope for a white, for a black woman to marry a white man, and that was the problem. So that's what you gather from that, then. One hundred percent. That's what okay. everybody else seemed to gather from it. See, I, t- I, th- I looked at it a different way because I know my issue was more with CB just said about that successful woman. Um, they even had a big uh, show about it back in the early 2000s where they had a panel on B- or on NBC um, nightly news and everything where this this successful black woman agrees and, and, and doing it big and she can't find a husband because she's looking for with, with this one brother wrote a book on, he called it the Dizel Factor, is where they're looking for this mythical man that doesn't exist. So from a from a, uh, a conscious movement perspective, okay, I got what you're saying about the, the white man thing, but where my mind went was, is that was they taking a stab at successful black women can't get married, which is an issue in our community. Um, yeah, I didn't look at it like that at all. Okay. Just, you, just thinking about what you just asked, Ro, um, uh, with with Megan, but didn't didn't Janet Jackson marry a prince? Right. I know Eve is married to some gazillionaire dudes. <laughs> yeah. 
The same thing with Janet. This dude was some some big time a billionaire. Yeah, and then she divorced him. We had that on the show before you came on, Sly. <laughs> yeah, we Janet was accused of selling pussy. Yeah, <laughs> she, did like, she did her five years and two weeks or whatever, and she yeah, got out. Yeah. yeah, and she was out with the baby she, and everything. She did five hundred mil for her and five hundred mil for the baby. Yes, yeah. sir. But, but she did all that, but yes, yeah, she out here on tour. Right. Yeah, she, she did so she good doing going to tour because he stopped all that. He stopped all that. Oh, he blocked that. Man, he had her putting on clothes. You know how Janet performed. Oh he yeah, yeah I know that part. He had her I covering up. He couldn't do certain dance moves no more. So yeah, she she waited her time and she bounced. Yeah, so and, and she knew that. This is what our guest was talking about holding holding black women accountable. She, I, I called. I, I said it when it first happened. I love Janet, and I know one of our guys, Lamar, he he has a crush on her. But Janet was a a high class prostitute for that man. She she was a slut. She sold that man pussy. That's what she did. Yeah, that's, that's real. Yeah, that's real. Women don't want to hit. See, it was somebody else that they were talking about. Oh, the Mary. This is one. This is the last question that we're gonna let you go. So what compare that to what Mary J. Blige is going to? Black women, black women have a fit about Mary J. Blige and her husband, but they honor Janet Jackson and what she did. Tell me it's not the same thing. Or oh, Mariah Carey. Or oh, Mariah Carey. Tell me it's not the well, same. I mean, it's, it's always it's always a double but it's double standards all, all all over the place. So I guess the woman is always gonna feel better when she gets than when she has to give. You know, so I mean, I don't know a whole lot about the whole Mary J. Mary J. Blige situation. I don't know if he just was trying to get money or if he was messing with her, Mary, and was cheating and just doing her wrong. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't really know. But Mary got herself together. She's forty some years old, still singing. Good guys ain't no fun, and, and bad guys ain't no good. So, you know. <laughs> right, right. So right. Bad, Mary got to watch if she attracted because she still seen that she liked guys that ain't no good. Right. Right. Hey man, thanks for coming on, man. I want you to give it, give, give everybody your social media, promote whatever you got to promote, man. Coming on inside the cave. Definitely. As you started off in the beginning, I'm a five-time author, so I have five different books that you can find on m on mchantspeaks.com. M C H A N C E speaks with an S dot com. If you want to follow me on Instagram or Twitter, it's mchantspeaks, or on Facebook, Mitchell and Kruma, N K R U M A H. That's all my that's all of my handles. All right, that was our guest. Once again, don't forget to go to cavecrushshop.com, shop all things Cave Crush. Get the new sly shirts. Ladies, let's talk about it. Please report podcast shirts is on there. Hoodies, long sleeve tees. Please go to cavecrushshop.com. Listen, we've been putting on this show going on three years. All right. All we ask you to do, if you want to support the show. Get a, get a Cave Crush shirt. We're actually giving you something back. We're giving back. It's not, it, we've, been, we've been entertaining you for three years. That's the least you can do. You owe us that much. All right? Go to CaveCrushShop.com. Get you a shirt. Rep the crew. Rep inside the cave. Rep Cave Crush. And that's all. Once again, shout out to our guest, BF Nkrumah, coming on. Follow him again. And I'll leave us some feedback on this week's show. All right, don't forget to join our Facebook page, uh, Inside the Cave Podcast group. Ladies, let's talk about it. Listen to the Cleves Report podcast on Monday. New episodes uh, every single Monday. And if nobody else got anything else, uh, Big Dog, go ahead and get us out of here. Hey, on behalf of the guys at Inside the Cave, I want to thank you all for tuning in. We'll catch you all last next week.
Thank you for listening to Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave now brings you the official store to get all things Cave Crush and Inside the Cave at CaveCrushShop.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cave Crush and like our Facebook page, Cave Crush Shop. Inside the cave. 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 We on the number one show inside the cave. Three Lee Films.